I mean, it's hard to say which one I would necessarily want to go with, but I, I think it's a good question to have. I mean, I think everyone needs to kind of figure it out at this point. At least, so like that way you, you can find out, at least you can find out about other ones that you might not necessarily know about so you can start to mentally prepare for it. I mean, I think there's that idea or it's just, you know, if you, you know, this idea of hope. Um, whatever that is, like if you if you had to choose the worst of the the best of the worst, what would it be? All right, we'll we'll get into that's this. what we've gotten to with the best of the worst. Yes, that's where <laughs> we're at. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. It is September fourteenth, twenty twenty, in the year of our apocalypse, and uh, that is where we are at right now. Um, there's some reasons about the topic that we're going to have here in just a minute, but I do want to say thanks to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. If you're buying from Amazon, you might as well go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Oh, so what phase of uh, going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link are you in on your online purchasing stages? <laughs> I've, I've purchased some weird stuff in the last few days. Uh, I still maintain the uh, hope I realize. So so for anybody, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, we're here in Portland, Oregon, and right now the... Uh, Basically, the entire West Coast is inundated with fires and smoke, and it's we have the worst air in the entire world. We cannot go outside. Um, yeah, I mean, and if you do, like it's just like to go to your car and back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really just not something that you can uh, that you can do. I mean, it's recommended not to be outside right now. So it's uh, recommended that that is a dangerous thing to do. So it's dangerous Perfect. to be outside, dangerous to be inside with people because of the pandemic. So anyway, that's where we're at. Um, so that's what's going on here. But with my purchases, you know, as we talked about before, my my real thing that I was starting to enjoy, I think a lot of people were, was uh, getting out into the woods to go camping. But everybody's got to ruin that. So now that the woods are all burning, I'm still purchasing like little like dumb things that I was like, oh, I'm planning to round out my whole camping kit and you know it's getting oh. everything compact. Are you and- getting some like winter stuff to be able to go like like raining winter camping? Yeah, that's not probably not happening. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, camping of any kind, even even when all these fires are out, it's going to be a long time of assessing what's burned and what's not burned and what's safe, what's not safe. Gotcha. Because trees fall down for a long time after fires. It's potential, like... I think we're still a ways away. I don't want to be squished by a tree. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I would love that to be the case, though. Uh, oh, look at that, that little pepper of optimism. I like it. Yeah, I'm just doing that for the show. Uh, but so, <laughs> all right, Debbie Downer, come on. <laughs> no, I would like. I would like that to be the case. But this year has taught me not to go too far in hope. Uh, so <laughs> this year has of, taught me not to hope. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so I, what I purchased was a heart, an egg crate, an egg holder. For for camping, for going Oh, like one of those little cooking. egg suitcases? Yeah, an egg suitcase. Yes. Those are adorable. Yes, I bought an egg suitcase. And they're very practical. Yes. That is especially my especially if your ice starts melting, today. it'll start it'll start melting on you know, like getting the cardboard all like yeah. wet and everything. So Yeah. So uh that's on its way. So that's something that's gonna be uh that, that I have to look forward to. Um I'm in my makeup phase. Uh you're in a makeup phase. Yeah. Okay, I've just started buying like eyeshadow palettes because I figure we're gonna have to wear um Face masks forever, of course. Uh, but yeah, like, I'm not really worrying so much about the bottom half of my face anymore. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm brushing my teeth and stuff, but that's pretty much as far as it gets. <laughs> that's where you were at. I'm brushing my teeth and, teeth and stuff, yeah. but that's about it. Uh, yeah, you're probably not the only one in that. I mean, I mean, and plus, like, the people who do see your face, either there's someone who you see all the time, like you, yeah. or there's somebody that you see on the internet, which isn't going to be, like, high def anyway. So, I mean, yeah. 
doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're seeing them in person, they're only seeing the top half. You're basically of your face. giving up on the bottom so half of your face. Giving up on the bottom half, investing in like eyeshadow and eye creams. Really heavy, heavy into the eye cream. Heavy into the eye cream investment. Okay, yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Maybe I should invest in that as well. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess that's a positive. I it is know. a positive. Is it? I'm, I'm highlighting, um, sure, one of the things that I can still maybe kind of control slightly. Okay. If not at all. Anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Click on the Amazon link if you'd like to make a, a purchase right now. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at. So here's the reason, you know, but why I asked that question at the beginning of the, of the show is what kind of dystopian future. <laughs> if you had to choose, which one would you prefer to live in? Like, and again, there's no answer where it's like, oh, that sounds like a utopia. No, it's dystopian future. Because that's, you know, with now, what's the, the difference? outside. What's, what's the definition of like a dystopian? It's not good. Okay, so one that's something just, bad's like, happened. Depressed. Something has happened, and then it's yeah. changed. Think like the course. It's altered the course of life for everybody. The Book of Eli, or something like that. Or um, what's the one? The Road. Uh, is it called the Road? The Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, the Cormac yeah, McCarthy yeah. one. Yeah, the Road. Yes, yeah, that's like a terrible one. Although it doesn't look that dissimilar outside. It's a right great now. book, if not. Oh, it is highly disturbing. I mean, it's it is a great book, but it is not. An... Can I ask you a question before we go into this? Yeah. How has your tolerance been? In watching like television shows or movies since this has all been happening, because I used to love me a good dystopian like horror future yeah, scenario. I like those too. But do you still now? Because there are ones I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, we were watching like twenty twelve and like just all kinds of, you know, just weird like Well twenty twelve is just a bad movie. Well, it's just movie. a bad movie. It it sucks. But I mean more dystopian ones, yeah, where like, you know, something has happened and you know the the world is gone. It's mm-hmm. not the same. But now I feel like I it almost seems too close yeah. that I can't even appreciate them anymore. I actually am steering clear away from things that would have usually interested me because it's just, I feel so close to broken. Okay, so you're going the <laughs> other direction to where it's, you know, like the happy, like... Well, not that, no, I'm just saying, like, I just, for my own personal taste, I've seen how it's changed, how this just, like, world has transitioned my personal taste in the past six months. Yeah. To where I used to love dystopian movies and I'm just kind of like, oh God, that is another possibility. Yeah. Oh, that is something that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. I guess I've kind of done a little bit of, a little bit of both. There's some things that I've steered away from. I have started watching uh, Raised by Wolves, which is on HBO and I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's weird and talk about a weird future that we could get to. Um, it's, uh, it's actually fairly disturbing. It's pretty disturbing in a number of ways. See, and I don't understand. Like, yeah. That's why I think I'm trying to separate my like television watching and things from like things that are stressing me out because I can't. Yeah, I just can't. I mean, I had nightmares last night that uh, yeah, that I was being like hunted. Like it's just even when you mm-hmm. sleep, you can't relax. Right. Now. Hunger Games. That could be one. That could be a dystopian future movie. You know where? I, well, Would you want to live in the Hunger Games? Well, no. I mean, I don't want to live in any of Well, you of wouldn't them. have to be hunted because you're this. not a child. I'm glad that you said that you didn't want to talk about this since I put it as the first topic of the show. But, um, wow, but I was going to say... Wow, did you hear that? <laughs> this is my shitty dystopian oh, that was, future right that now. That wasn't hidden at all. Uh, no, what I'm saying is, like, if you had to choose one. I wasn't saying I wasn't going to choose one. If you had to choose I'm one. I'm just saying I'm not currently watching them right now because of the state of the, the, state yeah. of the world. No, I totally Jesus, understand Jesus, Greg. Oh, that's... A, Okay, let's not go overreaction on oh, everything here. Uh, no, I'm just saying with that as the topic, like which one would you would you choose? Currently, if I could choose one, because of the costumes and because like right now we're inundated with smoke and fire, I think I would go with Waterworld. Waterworld. Because if there was also like a you know a Gill having hot Kevin Costner, yes please. 
A Gil having hot Kevin Costner. I mean, I don't like and uh, oh god, who was a Dennis Dennis Hopper is like yeah, the Dennis terrifying the bad, guy. bad guy. He was uh-huh. super freaky in that. Yeah, but Waterworld, I think. Yeah, a world covered in water doesn't seem so terrible right now. Yeah, I mean, and I, I can swim. I'm a pretty strong swimmer. Yes, and they do have like platforms that you could like take your boat to. But there is like it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Yeah, well, it's all about like oil, and then you have uh, I can't remember what the bad guys are called. I can't that. either. Um, yeah, okay, I could I could see that. Waterworld's I st- still think Waterworld's a good movie myself. Although, would you want the gills? Would you want to, to grow the gills? Because I thought you were afraid of things that are underwater. I am. Because that, the whole world but would be underwater. A, yeah, but if I was in a boat, oh, that's true. I didn't remember because that's like that. spoilers. Part of it, they they have to like they dive and get things, you know, from the cities that used to be there. Oh, that's true. Actually, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. That's pretty freaky. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because things under the water that shouldn't be. If they're like uh-huh. actual like city buildings and cars and right. Ooh. I mean, Kevin Costner's got a string of them. I mean, because there's the postman too. Which I don't really remember what that one was about. Oh, that I one... have friends that were extras in it, but that's yeah. all I know about. Yeah, that one was filmed in the Northwest here. Uh, that was about basically the same things, like set way far in the year, but where the 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 post the postman's still like an important thing goes from place to place and delivers the mail. But uh, there's all kinds of different. If I remember correctly, and I could have this a little bit wrong, I don't want this to be like a drunk history thing. But uh, but yeah. It's oh the smokers are the bad guys in Water Waterworld. Thank you, Stranger. oh yeah, that's what they were called. But yeah, essentially, uh, little like clans have taken over places, and actually, um, Bill, uh, gosh, why am I? William Patton is in it. William Patton's our favorite. Uh, oh, audio you know, Bill Patton, narrator? yeah, our favorite audiobook yes. narrator. Yeah, so I do love the way he reads out, even though he's like he kind of creeps me out as an actor, but he's oh, great. He plays a real creep in in yeah. the Postman, yeah. But it's got like him and Giovanni Ribisi, and then Kevin Costner is the main guy, who's of course the postman who's delivering the mail despite anything. Kevin Costner's a dream. Um, well, I mean, he's uh, you know, if you like those kinds of movies, it's I still like the Postman. It's super. When's the last time you saw the Postman? It's been a while. It's been quite a while since I've seen it, but I I've seen it enough that I know I'm still going to be like, yeah, it's super cheesy, but I'm still going to like it. Like I know I will. I really want to watch Waterworld again now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so those those are two two options. Um, but I'm if you think, think about it, like there's there's a lot of options out there. I mean, you have like the Mad Max style. I'm thinking of like Demolition Man. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if Demolition Man's dystopian though. That's just where the the future is the future. Like it's hmm. just set in the future. Okay. Judge Dredd. That would be a dystopian. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be. I I think that would be more along those lines. But I mean, trying to think. Of I don't something think I've ever seen would... Judge Dredd. Well, no, I was saying, what, what would you do? Minus the like scary swimming to try and get things, and so I'm gonna have to kind of rethink mine. Yeah, I mean it's a tough choice of what what you'd want to do, because um, especially if you're going just that style, just the dystopian style. I don't know if AI counts because part of New York's underwater. Probably not. Oh, I, AI creeps me out. Yeah, maybe Ready Player One. Maybe Ready Player One because you can escape into the. Um, what is it called? Now I'm blanking on that anyway. I'm blanking on everything, but you can escape into the VR oh, the world. the video game world? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so may- maybe Ready Player One would be where I'd want to go. Oh, yeah, Mike is saying uh, Contagion is a little too on the mark. Contagion's too Correct. much. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, there's obviously some answer, you know, some different things that you could choose. But now at this point, that's why I'm, I'm saying that is uh, the Oasis. That's what it's called in Ready Player One. You can are escape any, to the Oasis. Are there any ones that like when we are in the future where there's just like a happy relationship with like aliens or something. Yeah, that would be something I think. Have like a happy relationship with them. Yeah. 
or if they cut out. Yeah. It's usually either real good and it's, they save us or it's real bad. I'm trying to think of one that's like right down the middle, I guess like uh district 13 or district nine, excuse me. Yeah. District nine is, is right down the all I always, I always think that the aliens are going to be bad because I always think of Independence Day. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're just going to blow us all up. District 9 is the people that are bad. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of the bad ones there. Uh, Idiocracy. Yeah, that would be another one to look at. Blade Runner, Altered Carbon, Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. That's, wow. That's, uh, that's a... Also, Idiocracy, where they're watering the plants with Gatorade. Mm, yeah. That's one because it's kind of dystopian. Yeah, I think that would that would count. Yeah. That's when everything is gone. <laughs> that is gone bad. Our current situation. It's gone bad in at least the best way possible. <laughs> is what I could think of with that. Uh what about something like The Matrix? That's technically a dystopian future, but you have no idea it is because you're plugged into The Matrix. Huh. Like we could be plugged into The Matrix right oh, now. Oh, we probably are. Yeah, we you think so? You think we're living virtually right now? I'm starting to think, I think I'm at this particular juncture in, in my mental state of whatever the fuck this year has been. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm starting to feel like maybe this isn't reality and my dreams are real. Like, I'm having just all these like crazy ass dreams when yeah. I wake up because it's never, I never rest. It seems like it's always like just up being stressed, going to bed, being like hunted and like in haunted <laughs> buildings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, altered carbon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah, so Altered Carbon, that's that one's weird. If you haven't seen that, I actually haven't finished that series yet. I started watching it, and uh, yeah, Altered Carbon, though, you know, where you, technically you could live forever. So you can transfer. I mean, this isn't much of a spoiler. It's it's kind of the whole premise, partially, yeah. is that you can transfer bodies. So you can upload yourself, put, drop yourself in a new one. <laughs> <laughs> but there's... That's just weird. There's that. Yeah, so... Uh, looking at all that, and I think part of what's you know making me think about that is just what's outside. Um, but then on like top every of that, picture I post, like everyone who doesn't live from here, they're like, "It looks like Blade Runner." I'm like, "I know it. It's, it truly does. It truly does. This is what yeah, we're living in. It looks in like right Blade now. Runner outside oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was crazy. I had to yeah go show houses. It's not an exaggeration. What's I going on here? Went south on uh, 205, which is heading down toward like Oregon City and uh, Malala. That's where like a lot of the fires are um, reaching, like the outskirts. And it was just nuts getting going down there because it just keeps, it's like the smoke keeps coming in and in and until basically you can just see this tiny tunnel in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's freaky. You know, there's smoke going all the way basically from BC, from British Columbia, pretty much down to Cabo, down to, um, down to Baja, not Cabo necessarily, but down to Baja. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the entire West Coast, um, in particular, like Southwest Washington down to like, I mean, it changes all the time too. Like, say, go up to Seattle, Seattle down to like, LA like it's San Francisco doesn't even have it they're they're around the same what we have oh really yeah depending on when the wind where the wind is at any given time but yeah oh boy it's it's bad um so yeah it is dystopia now so that's why it's hard not to start thinking about stuff stuff the other thing is thinking about this too this was something that came out in the news today is that they've discovered that there's they've seen it it's basically this chemical compound in the in the skies of Venus in, in the, the stars atmosphere, of Venus. In the atmosphere of Venus uh-huh. that makes them think there is the possibility of life on Venus. <laughs> what? Yeah, so it's a it's an indicator. It's not necessarily a hundred percent, but it's an indicator that there like could our, be life on Venus. Do you remember when they were talking how the like government confirmed at the beginning of this that there were like there absolutely were you know UFOs? Yeah, but they did not know, and that didn't even really cause a ripple. Yep. Now has this been causing a ripple? They're actually motherfucking aliens. Not really. Uh, well, I mean, it's just not, we're not talking about like intelligent life. But it's life, life that is existing but, outside of our well, ha- type of atmosphere. It's a good 
possibility based on this compound that they found. The only time they've ever really seen it. Let's see, to give like, and, and this just came out today. So I, let's see, the, it's a toxic gas that's found in Earth's atmosphere at low levels. Finding it on another planet is groundbreaking because it's primarily produced by anaerobic, which is non-oxygen reliant life, which, uh, which Venus doesn't really have oxygen per se. It's carbon so dioxide. So things that are living life, without oxygen. Yeah, life that lives off of non-oxygen, which we have here on Earth, and it's bacteria, and they're the only things we know that really produce this kind of chemical. So it's like looking at it, it's like, well, that's, I mean, maybe there's another another reason, another possibility, and there very well could be, but it's enough to where they're like, yeah, that that could be. It could be, you know, microbial life on Venus that's that's living there oh weird like and that would normally be a very big story right now oh yeah that would be a huge story in a normal year and like you said that and the ufo thing from earlier this year those would both be very big did we have aliens next i can't remember if we had aliens next we debated aliens there's asteroid there's earthquake i mean i was thinking the big one yeah yeah i'm not looking for i think i'd rather have the aliens than that one that one scares me oh the big one scares me um, but uh, you know. <laughs> Craig and I both knocked on wood, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like that one. That one's. I've seen too many of the models of what happens here. Uh, but oh well. You okay, you do? don't need to be so real about it. I was just like trying. to... How can you not be real anymore? I don't know because we're always just you know expecting the worst and kind of sort of maybe doing that thing we used to call hope for the best. Mm, I have vague memories of what that was. <laughs> uh, what has the been the fun? Okay. What has been the funnest thing that you've been watching lately that distracts you from all of the crap? Ooh, that's a Cobra Kai. Definitely Cobra Kai God, for me. God, that show was amazing. Uh, Cobra Kai was great. I really did enjoy that show. Um, I've been going back to old Arrested Development because Arrested Development is one of those shows I can go watch and be like, ah, that's funny. And you always find something new that I missed oh, around yeah. the first time. Um, those two have been good. And then, you know, my super dystopian Raised by Wolves, but <laughs> that's... Uh, that's not an uplifting one necessarily. That's like a ooh, that's where we could end up kind of show. So that's probably not an uplifting. I would one. love if anyone wants to send in anything that they've been particularly enjoying during this past time and want to share it with other people. I would love to hear some of those things too. Yeah, something that's something that's more uplifting and fun. Um, yeah. Oh, Keelan said I want no part of a Karate Kid series, but Cobra Kai is actually pretty fucking well written. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's same with me. I didn't watch it for years until finally I. I was like, eh, this is going to be super cheesy. I don't want to watch that. And then finally watched it. I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of exactly what what is good right now. <laughs> like, I can't say during a normal... I mean, I think I still would have liked it anyway. But especially now, where you're right, like, we, we want something that's just, like, a little bit, like, okay, this is a little bit more fun, oh, better yeah. distraction. Yeah, and it is. it is. It's really well done. And it's I'm so still well sticking done. to the fact that Johnny is not the bad guy. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Cobra Kai never Johnny dies. Lawrence. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. Okay, right. I was going to see if you were going to finish yeah. it. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so cool. So there are aliens. So that's this is September. But we already had wildfires for September. So well, I don't think we did. I don't think we planned on this being the No, no, I'm not saying we planned it, but I really feel like we're going month by month. Oh, you don't think we can double up in a month? <sighs> it is getting closer to Remember the Remember election, too, and all of that is coming. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. And I'm turning 40 in October. That's like not a bad thing, though. No, it's not a bad thing. That's just a, it's a big thing for me. Yeah. I mean, it was going to be. Now it's just going to be another day. But yeah, I mean, I w- yeah, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, you know, unless you're looking at it that way, which you shouldn't. No um, way! I'm making it to forty. I'm stoked about that. Yeah, 
Well, um, I know, so- right? <laughs> Jesus. When I get there, Jesus fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's where we're at right now here out here. And there's also, oh yeah, a hurricane coming to the U.S. too. But um, I like this idea of better movies. You're right. Changing mm. it around a little bit. And I was thinking maybe I should have thought about it more as like optimistic dystopian movies. Like things that would be Are like, there Ooh. optimistic ones? No, not dystopian. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be future like utopian, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to think about that. Well, I will say, I know I've said it before, but I've been really enjoying episodes with Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, that's what you did say that. Yeah. You said that a few it times. It is just, it's so dumb. But I mean, it's, it's very, it's a smart How's show. How's Matt LeBlanc? He is, I really like him. Yeah. I mean, he is just, I mean, it's crass and it's funny and he's just playing just a total dick. Just like completely full of himself and womanizer asshole. It's, and he's gross. Like, it's great. Like, it's kind of British humor mixed with, like, it's, it's British humor kind of making fun of Americans and. Okay. But it's set in America, it's set in the States. It's. Okay. It's so silly. And yeah. it's really great. Okay. It is one of those, like, good distractors. Plus, it's all about showbiz, which I think you might like there. Little Mr. TV guy. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Let's see what I was able to scour off of the internets today. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. I would like to thank one Greg Nibbler for drawing this to my attention today. I was very excited to read about this. Headline reads, McDonald's is selling a three-foot-long chicken McNugget body pillow so you can <laughs> snuggle up to your favorite snack. I didn't read much about it. I just saw a chicken McNugget pillow, and then I just sent it to you because I wanted to be surprised. You know that details. I love my chicken McNuggets. I love just, like, chicken in general. Well, have I, have my, I have my chicken pants. I have chicken socks. I actually just did laundry this morning and washed my chicken pants. They're all nice and fresh and clean. Nice. Yeah, I wore them to camping. <laughs> we were with some friends. There's like, what are you wearing? I'm like, they're my chicken pants. They're chicken pants. Yeah, <laughs> they're the KFC ones that Peter um, from Australia sent to us. So thank you so much again. I love my chicken pants. Yeah. And I would also love a chicken McNugget body pillow because McDonald's is selling a three. What exactly long. is a body pillow? I was talking about those randomly enough last week. Remember, they're like the longer ones. They're like three or four feet long, and then you can kind of hug them. Do you get inside of them? No, they're, it's a pillow. Okay. It's not a sleeping bag. Okay. No, you it's... hug it. It's just like a really long pillow. Okay. And so, because usually, you know, I was saying how I like to have, like to hug one pillow and then kind of have one pillow. Yeah, I didn't know those. You just like take regular pillows, though, not body pillows. Yeah, but a body pillow is just like two or three pillows, like, stuck together. Okay. End to end. Okay. <laughs> it's... All right. It's like a human centipede. Yeah, I was gonna, okay. I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> pillowpede. But there's a pillowpede. So, so you have a pillowpede of chicken of a chicken. Pillow. Yeah. So it's no, it's not a pillow. So this is one gigantic chicken McNugget that makes up the body pillow, and it's apparently incredibly realistic looking. Uh, <laughs> realistic looking. Realistic it's a looking chicken nugget. Um, chicken nugget. Only costs ninety dollars. Would you eat a three foot long chicken nugget? Oh, probably. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would share it, probably. Section it out. Would you? No, probably not. I don't think so. Uh, it has a 9 to 12 week shipping time. All right, but then, so I was looking at this, but I just, I just looked up. So, unfortunately, it's sold out right now, but they are restocking. But you do have to be prepared to wait a few months for your Chicken McNugget body pillow. Uh, so, the, the pillows are part of a collaboration between a rapper named Travis Scott. Oh, do you yeah. Know who that is? Yeah, yeah so- and McDonald's. Okay, so the range also includes various items. Why of is he clothing. doing a 
Is Travis so Scott like pay, a chicken McNugget a fan? Ton yeah. of money. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he is. That dude makes a yeah. lot of money. So it also includes various items of clothing, including $48 t-shirts and $250 McDonald's-themed denim shorts. Who the fuck is buying those? Everybody, because every item language, in the collection is sold out. Somebody's paying $250 for, what was every it, shorts? Uh, denim shorts. Every... A, you should never pay that much for denim shorts, no matter what. Yeah, here, right. I'm going to put the link in the chat, and I'll put it up. Just cut off your jeans. And then two, they're McDonald's-themed, and they're paying $250. How much is the pillow? At $90. That's stupid. That is ridiculous. So there are things such as house slippers. Um, let's see. I don't know. There's one that has a McDonald's theme, but it says... Dude, this guy could Cactus sell... Cactus Jack All-American? Is it? Do you really think it's sold out? Like, all of this stuff? Because I'm looking at his merch right now, and it's all like... I'm sorry. A lot of it's real stupid. Oh, you can get an action figure life-size cutout, six-foot tall life-size cutout. Do you think they just made that up, that it sold out? It's just all fake. I don't know. This like, is... oh yeah, it sold out. Greg, they had like two of them. Think about our country for a minute. I mean, oh, come on. Like, you can't find. Oh my god, Mc... CJ Arches McDonald's denim shorts. I mean, really? Okay, that's a thing. I, I don't even know anymore. All right, and food-themed story number two. Oscar Mayer, of course, the delicious hot dog-making company, is now offering free rentals of their 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels for marriage proposals. Also known <laughs> it's as... odd. I know, it didn't say Wienermobile. It said hot dog on wheels. Oh, they probably got rid of the Wienermobile. No, but then they, re- they referenced it on that. Oh, do they? Uh, yeah. They still kept the name? The idea came from one of the Wienermobile's official drivers, whose name is Zack and Cheese... Who actually proposed to his girlfriend in the Wienermobile at Yellowstone last week. Didn't you apply for something for the Wienermobile? Like to drive it or to to stay in it or something? Yeah, something like that. Like a hotel stay? I didn't win. Like an Airbnb, but you stay in the Wienermobile? Totally. I did apply for that. And get all the hot dogs that you want. That sounds lovely right now, actually. Yeah. I'll go do that. Uh, Well, to rent the Wienermobile for free and to um, to make an appearance for your proposal, Oscar Mayer recommends that you sign up three months to a year in advance of... Start finding that special someone now, everybody, <laughs> to find dates that are not booked. Uh, so it says, um, you know, while fears of weddings becoming super spreaders of COVID-19 might get the way of having your dream wedding, renting yeah. at the Wienermobile can offer a memorable, propo- a memorable proposal during these trying times. All right. So at least you'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> There's that going. Oscar Mayer says if he has something big planned, the Wienermobile wants to help. So just look up this story because I'm sure you can find it easily. Wienermobile. And finally, Kate Cunningham, who is a mother of two, who last week married a tree, is now excited to be, excuse me, last year, last year. Oh, married a tree last year. Married a tree last year, and now she's excited to announce that they are celebrating their first wedding anniversary. Kate Cunningham from Sefton Maryside changed her last name to Elder when she and the Elder Tree tied the knot at Rimrose Valley Country Park. Kate Cunningham, well, now Kate Elder, um, said that she and her husband are more in love than ever and they have 
No plans to divorce. Oh my God! If you have ever seen Crazy Eyes, yes. Yes. The thirty-eight-year-old says, "Oh my God!" The thirty-eight-year-old said it was one of the best decisions she's ever made when she married the tree at the Rimrose Valley County Park last year. She celebrated the first year of marriage with two friends. Wait, what? Two with two of her friends, leaving her boyfriend and two kids at home. So she has a boyfriend and she's married to a tree. Oh. Also, it's like a poly thing. Yeah. Uh, she admits that her 15-year-old so son is a little embarrassed by her, you think? No. Why would he be embarrassed by his mother marrying a tree and the publicizing form, it? The former teaching assistant admits that sometimes uh, she goes to visit her tree husband up to five times a week. And she said that when she was initially exploring the park, she knew that it was the one. <laughs> Married to a tree. Yes. Okay. Yes, please she said, tell me. She said, I think it was one of the, I love her, her kids probably like reading this, like her 15-year-old kid who's reading this sees her say, I think getting married to the tree was one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> Not giving the gift of life to my child. No, yeah. I just added that in. <laughs> um, I remember me and my friends went over to the tree and said hello for a small celebration. It was a gathering when we raised a toast and had a glass of elderflower champagne. Not once have I thought that I shouldn't have done it. It's something that feels that happened at the right time. It makes me feel a bit more confident about myself. Marrying my tree has given me purpose. How much therapy do you think that kid will go through? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me about growing up. What was what were your parents like? Well, my mom married a tree. All right. Well, so, it, it, so that's part of it. So she's also like putting it out out as part. Like I don't know if this is. I don't know which way this is going. If this is like a fetish thing, or she's just like a you know an activist who took it a little too far because she's trying to like like save more trees by encouraging. More British folks to marry their local shrubs for uh, what she wants to call a marry a tree day. Okay. So she says that she is attracted to the tree, but it doesn't say that it's like one of these that's, creepy stories. See, that's where it gets. Yeah, but it's not. No, but she doesn't say like sexually attracted, but she says like attracted. Well, then what way does she mean then? I just feel like trees are people. Sometimes you just know. You know when you feel attracted to someone or smile at them as you walk past, there's just a natural attraction. Trees and flowers are the same. I like the story behind my tree. <laughs> I don't know. What's all I can find? What's weirder, marrying a tree or a ghost? Tree. Yeah? Yeah. Don't you think? That's something tangible. This is a ghost. You could just be crazy. With the tree, like, you, everyone could see you're fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. And then, plus, like, your mind goes to weird spots about, you know, things on branches and, you know. It's just gross. Yeah. Well, it didn't. does now, now that you said that. Oh, like, it didn't go there before. I'm, I'm pure of heart. Okay. There you have it. Ah, that's your world of crazy. Crazy. That's a... Stop it. Don't even finish that sentence. A lot of world of crazy. <laughs> that is. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I'll tell you what. Here's something uh, silly. Can I do some ball talk drama? I uh, just thought about yes, this. Yes, I would love that. There is some ball talk drama I can talk about. Some drama. Yeah. In a, in a fun way, I think. All right. There it is. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Sorry, that was my iced coffee. In the yeah, background. that was your iced Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's talk balls. balls. All right. A uh, couple of things. First off, the NFL did return. Oh, how did that go? Um, it's weird. It's weird watching any games. I didn't watch a ton of games over the weekend, but I did see a little bit because some people have fans, some don't. There's 
Wait, Sometimes. some people are allowed to go into the stands? Yeah, yeah. Kansas City, this was on Thursday night, actually. Kansas City and um, Houston played in Kansas City, and they were they had fans in there. It's like 25% capacity, but it's still weird. Huh. It's supposed to be spaced out, but you know, know that was... doesn't work. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just strange. And also, they were a-holes um, during the National Anthem side of things. So oh, that's a bummer. The fans. It's not that shocking, but uh, but anyway, there's so there's that side of things that's weird. Also, uh, one of the big stories was Tom Brady returning, but he's not with the Patriots now. Oh, after 20 years with the Patriots with Bill Belichick, he split up with Bill, and now he's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he oh. wore a shirt that says TBXTB. You get it? Oh no! Yeah. yeah, that that took a second. Yep, yep. So that's that's he's the one with the flat balls, right? Well, he, yes. Okay. Yes, the deflated balls. Uh, so, anyway, Tom Brady returned, played against the New Orleans Saints, against Drew Brees, and my pick to win the Super Bowl this year, New Orleans Saints, came out victorious. So. Jesus Christ. It's, it's going to be that kind of year. So, Please anyway. Don't be. <laughs> it'll be two years in a row that I predicted it. Anyway, that's going on. So, there's uh, it, Tom Brady lost. That was, that's always nice. Uh, moving on to the NBA. Here's where there's some drama. Oh. A lot Is of drama. the deal with Paul Pierce? Oh, no. That was the drama between Paul Pierce and Ray and Allen. And LeBron, right? No, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, right. and Kevin Garnett. Oh, yes, the trifecta. As much as I know, as as far as I know right now, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett still have yet to speak to oh, Ray Allen. Oh, they have yet to. Their former dear friend who betrayed them going to the Miami Heat, forever upsetting the alliance that they had. Forever. Yes. So, no, I think that drama is still going on after all these years. But there is uh, some more drama. Tell me. Right now, well, for one, Russell Westbrook and James Harden were eliminated from the, from the playoffs. Oh, And somebody no. mocked Russell Westbrook with the Damian Lillard's bye <laughs> thing, which that will always be funny. Uh, their coach quit. <laughs> Mike D'Antonio from the Houston Rockets is like, yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. Uh, despite having like probably some of the most talented players in the NBA. It's not working. Now, the, the real drama has to do with this. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. So... Otherwise known as the Greek Freak. He's the MVP, the current MVP of the NBA. Okay. Very, very good player. Like, incredible. And he's on the Milwaukee Bucks, and they had the best record in the league this year. They were on pace, you know, one of the favorites to win the NBA championship, maybe. Um, not guaranteed, but, you know, they they were certainly one of the favorites. Well, they got knocked out Uh-oh. in the second round. So he had all these other players with him, and he's the best player in the league right now, you know, arguably. And... Here's what happened after he got knocked out. He went to his Instagram page, unfollowed all the other Bucks players, <laughs> unfollowed the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh my god! Only following his brother, who's also on the team, not as good as him. And uh, now there's speculation that he's like, Mm-mm, "That's it. I want out of here." Even though he's got one year left on his contract by unfollowing everybody. Wait, is that just, how you quit your contract now? I don't know. By unfollowing. I don't people? know, but it's drama. So yeah, he he unfollowed everyone. <laughs> And so there's a lot of speculation about what that could mean. Wow. That just seems like a yeah, whole lot of drama. Yeah. So that's uh, that's where we're at right now. It's what is Giannis going to do? Oh, my God. I mean, he is so mad at everybody else. He's going to go back <laughs> so through and mad. follow him. Like, that's going to be awkward if he goes back through and follows his teammates again. Oh, yeah. But unfollow the team. That will not do. Will not do. But that's what's going on. So there's your drama. 
That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> Unfollowed everybody. I'm not going to follow you. And there we go. Yeah, I mean, I don't ever, like, unfollow people. If I'm just ready to not see their shit anymore, I just delete them. But I've also had people who well, are Well, isn't dramatic... that the same thing? There's some following where they can't tell that you've, like, No, on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah that's, this is all that's on Instagram. The yeah. Yeah, that's saying goodbye. Bye-bye. I want you out of my life. Oh, wow, Greg. You're really hip with the Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm super hip, Sarah. I don't know if you know that. I mean, that would be the phrase I would use when I look at you. Thank you. Super hip. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, Rick Emerson, I think, is going to join us tomorrow. 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 On the show? No, please don't do that. Tomorrow. No, don't do that. Send us an email. Radio, gmail.com. Give us a call. 503 Thank you so much, everyone. For tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, we we appreciate all of you. We really do. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing our best here powering through everything. It just is what it is. And uh, hopefully there might be some relief coming here. Maybe. But then I saw something else that it might not. What do you mean? Like a little bit of rain might not be happening now. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But everybody be safe out there. Yes, that's, and that's the most all we care thing. about. Yep. Yeah. Be safe. And, um, you know, if there's anything we can do to help somebody out, please let us know. Um, for everybody who's been subscribing to the show, thank you. It makes a huge difference for us. It is difficult during this time, um, but we, you know, we're, we're doing our best to keep going. So uh, we appreciate it and totally do, understand if you. you can't, you can't. And I'm talking about the, uh, the supporters club uh, members. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, however you listen to the show, thank you. Hopefully we can be here to, to help out with everybody. And we've gotten some good emails here over the last uh, week or so, and I thank everybody who's been doing that. We'll yes, thank you for taking the time out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And all of this. All right, Greg, go go to your 1,700 meetings that you My have. 1,700 meetings. Perfect. Yes, I do have those. That is Perfect. true. Perfect. But uh, all right. Send us something good to watch. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, <laughs> Bye, friends. Bye. Upload. That'd be a good one. Oh, that's a great show.